1: There
2: comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the newly renovated, the newly re-renovated Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazzy Fiddle.
0: I'm frozen from shoveling all the snow.
2: (laughs) Welcome to Michigan, bitch. Of course, our lovely producer, the Dead Night Knight. I'm less frozen. Uh,
1: when I went to shovel snow, my wife, L just pushed me out the front door, and she's like, You said you want to play Shovel Knight, right? Get shoveling! And she just threw me out there. <laughs> Naked! I, I was like, this is not what I meant at all! She's throwing snowballs at me the whole time while I'm trying to shovel here in our deep freeze of the north. Well, oh, I get it. Dead Eye Knight, and she gave him a shovel. Yes. <laughs> not
0: that.
2: No, no. No, no! (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, welcome to episode 135 of the GameZilla podcast. (sighs) Jazzy, how's it going? Uh, Aside from all the snow, it's been going pretty good.
0: Had a lot of holiday parties going on this past weekend, so I didn't get to game as much as I wanted to. But the gaming I did do was um a lot of final fantasy story mode which i need to we need to hurry this up so i can go home and beat it i know you're right there with me can i ask you what final fantasy non story mode is um i was doing the side quest missions a lot <laughs> and then realized that that was a mistake cuz those were very boring compared to the story is so good it's so good you don't even know yeah and uh, Sunday, I got wrapped up into playing a little bit of Destiny Rift with Five Mile Rick because, you know, he was whining saying that you know I never played Destiny with anymore. So I was like, all right, I'll play some Rift with you. And then I tried to drag you guys along with me because I knew I was going to be bored. But you guys were smarter than that, which you know, kudos to you. Because <laughs> I wish that I would have just been playing Final Fantasy XV.
2: What's well, good, Deadite?
1: What's up? You know, uh, besides uh, playing real-life Shovel Knight, (laughs) uh, you know, I had my week filled with indie gaming. We uh, had the the winter or holiday sale or whatever on uh, on PSN, and they had Overcooked on there. And I know that the whole world is just hype on Overcooked right now. It's like the game. So I'm always looking for good couch co-op games, uh, you know, my wife likes playing those sort of games. So I uh, picked it up and downloaded it and installed it and started playing. And the first night was one of the most stressful <laughs> evenings of gaming I've ever had. And I was like, I don't know if we're going to see this through. Uh, second night, we started playing it and then starting to pick up the mechanics and we started working well as a team. And I'm enjoying it, but I'm not loving the game. Like, it's it's okay. I'm going to continue to play it and have some fun with it. But people are acting like it's the best game they've played in a while and for me it's far, it's far from that. It's no Towerfall Ascension. That was the other game. That one was on sale maybe a couple weeks ago around Black Friday for 5 bucks and uh, I got I got PokeL into playing the co-op mode on that or as we called it Archery the Game. We have Crazy Cooks in Archery the Game now. <laughs> uh, so playing that and uh, man, that was the first PS4 game I played uh, with you like right around launch. You downloaded it and it's still super fun to this day. Simple uh, arcade mechanics. You know, it's it's one map. You have enemies spawning. It's in an 8-bit style. And, you know, you're jumping around shooting arrows trying to kill the enemies. And uh, if you've never played Tower Fall Ascension, it normally retails on uh, the PlayStation Network about 15 bucks, And uh, it it's super fun. There's even a verse mode uh, where you're shooting your friends. Good couch co-op to that one. I highly, highly recommend you uh, go watch a trailer for Towerfall Ascension and get hype, and then uh, add it to your download queue.
2: Yeah, so I mean, and we got to uh, we got to play that and some overcooked at the party. Absolutely, so which, I, I was well warmed up. Yeah, you you were you were prepared, but we did have our uh, second annual Motor City Gaming White Elephant party for the team uh, and a few guests that showed up, so that was cool. But we got to play some games. We got people got to try out PlayStation VR. And uh, we had a really good time. Um, I stole my gift from Jazzy, and I was thrilled. So my day was fantastic. I took happiness away from Jazzy. And then I got more happiness, so joke's on you. J- Jazzy left with a ton of happiness. He did. But to be fair, he left with what I, I knew what it was, and I and I and when it went to him, I was like, good, this will be perfect because... I need someone to get into that particular style of game, so I can start dragging them to the arcade with me. So, so Grim, what did you steal from Jazzy in the White Elephant, and then Jazzy, what did you get? So I, uh, I picked up a Razer, um, like speed mouse pad, but it's that real nice one that hooks up USB and has the chroma um, ambient light around the edge of it, so it's pretty cool. It's just like a more of like a harder plastic mouse pad, and I I like it for... I've been wanting one for League of Legends, so when Jazzy stole it, and we have a two-steel rule, I knew I could lock that bad boy down, so I did. Yeah. He stole it, and then I picked up the X-Men
0: pinball machine, like the little tabletop pinball machines they used to be able to get back in the day. And it has my boy Apocalypse on it. It's super clean. You know, it it runs smooth. You don't have, like, the little plastic, you know, shooter doesn't jam. The flippers aren't, like, sticking, stuff like that. It's really smooth. However, I I was telling you a little earlier, so I I have to let the people know that it's electronic, so it talks. So I went home, threw some batteries in it, and you have to plug the actual top score piece into the, the pinball, like, machine part of it. And it doesn't fit right, so the contacts don't touch. So I don't know if it actually has the voice yet because I, I can't get it to fit right to get it to work. But I feel like it's also a perfect gift for me because I'm in property management. So that's all I do is fix stuff. So now I get to fix this machine <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it'll work right. But I'm, I'm super pumped to, to see what it sounds like when I actually do get it working. But I was able to throw it up. Give it a few, uh, you know, goes, and it works really smoothly. So,
2: I uh, I did think about it the next the next morning. I was like, man, that's pretty sweet. I'm gonna hop on eBay and get and get one. So I go on to eBay and I can't find it. This really? X Men tabletop pinball the, can't, cannot find it. Real quick side story.
1: So. Grim and I went to a flea market where I bought this to bring to the to the white elephant. Uh, I almost uh, brought a a figure of Valdo from Soul Calibur. Because you're a horrible person. Because Valdo's the best Soul Calibur character. Because you're a horrible person. Uh, so watch out, Motor City. Gaming me what elephant? Three Valdo
2: statue coming your way. <laughs> um, It'll still be at that
1: flea market. <laughs> no, I know it. I'm still gonna buy it. Um, but the guy when I bought it actually did tell me it was an import.
2: He told me it was from the UK. Okay. So I couldn't find it on eBay. So then I'm like, you know what? I found a Spider-Man one. I think I even found the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one that Jazzy was referencing that he had back when he was a kid. I found all sorts of them. Many of them hold a significant value. I then go to Google because if I can't find something on eBay, you got to be able to find it on Google, right? Can't find it on Google. Wow. Can't find it on Google Images. Can't. I can't. I have let to to this point. To this episode, I have yet to actually find a pinball machine that looks like the one you gave to Jazzy. So, Jazzy, right. if Super you're rare. going if you're going to do anything to that machine, be very careful because you might have the only one in the world. Right, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> yeah, makes you wish you didn't uh, give that up for White Elephant, huh?
1: No, I am glad that uh, Jazzy has it. He needs to have something to bring joy to his life, and I'm happy to help provide
2: that. No, even even's <laughs> more like. I'm glad he has it because I know where he lives, and I can, you know, steal yeah. it, kill him, move on with my life. To be honest, this new studio, this new studio,
0: it might make an appearance here. We might just have to like throw it up on the bar here, so that way anybody that comes to the new studio can enjoy this this gem.
2: Yeah. So I mean, short, short little side segment here. We are um, enhancing the studio yet again. Uh, We're expanding the studio. We've been having more guests. We've been having. uh, We're we're expanding the concepts of the show, and we just needed more room. So we've been able to make some great adjustments. We'll be taking some photos, putting them up on social media for you to see the progress. And then right around the corner here in the new year, we should be able to see. uh, You guys will be able to hear. The new announcements as what's going to be happening to the podcast here at Motor City Gaming. Cool, well, super pumped. That's uh, that's what I have. I, I know we have some we have some decent news coming coming this week. Uh, Nintendo announces a a real Nintendo world that you're going to be able to visit. Normally, I just uh, eat some mushrooms and boom, there I am,
1: stepping (laughs) on people's heads. If you,
2: (laughs) Deadeye, if you stole $5 million, how much of it would you spend on video games?
1: 4.5.
2: I like it. I like it. Then buy a ball and house to put my arcade in. And Blizzard's making some big moves with some of their big names. All this and more on the Games of the Podcast. What up, Joe? What up, Joe? The holidays
1: are right around the corner. Holidays, (laughs) holidays <laughs> and you can get a swagging deal swaggin, <laughs> at detroitbeardcollective.com on all your beard care products buy a gift for your bearded loved ones send a beard gift to your favorite podcast Gamezilla not the legend retro send us Ooh. your beard care gifts i'm talking uh, beard butters beard elixirs beard combs everything you need to keep your beard happy healthy clean and smelling fresh for the holiday season can be purchased at tradebeardcollective.com Place an order today. You can even order yourself a beard crate and have those shipments set on a schedule to bring all your beard care products right there to your doorstep without you even having to log on to the website. And tell you what. Here at Motor City Gaming, we're hooking you up with a way to save at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Enter the coupon code MCGAMING at checkout to save 20% on orders, $25 or more. And uh, trust me, when you see all the great products there on their website, you're going to easily rack up $25. It's not hard to do because they have so many great different scents you want to try and great products to have your face feel good. That's uh, DetroitBeardCollective.com. Didn't forget the website. It's a website. I didn't forget it. It's Detroit Beer It's a website. Check out code MC Gaming.
2: I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching motorcitygaming.com. Downloading headlines.
1: let's have it. What about this monster story of yours?
2: Download complete. Alright, Nintendo's announced it. Universal. We've heard it. It's coming. Nintendo's coming to Universal Attractions, and it's called Super Nintendo World. It's coming to Universal Studios Japan in time for the 2020 Olympics. I'm not going to the Olympics. I'm going to Super Mario Land. <laughs> so, Super Nintendo Land. So true or
1: false, Grim, when you're not running Motor City Gaming, you may or may not spend some time at a Japanese company. True. I'm just saying... If I were in that situation, I would be finding a project that needed to be done at the Japanese office around that time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. We just can't can't air this episode ever now. So that's all. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm saying if you did, if I did, I would. Yeah, I think I think it needs I think we can definitely make it happen. But Super Nintendo World will be comprised of expansive and multi-level environments filled with unprecedented state-of-the-art rides interactive areas shops restaurants all featuring nintendo's most popular characters and games um the cost of the expansion in japan is expected to exceed 50 billion yen i don't have a conversion for that but there is a coin and uh will be built primarily out of the current parking area and a specialty designated area no no wait a
1: second isn't it like a only? Isn't it like a couple million yen to buy a car? So it's fifty billion yen. Really, all that much? I mean, I'll do the. I'll, I'm the producer. I'll look yeah, it up.
2: Yeah, you look. You, you give me a conversion here. Let's see, and we'll all see right, what's up. But right, Super, me, Super Nintendo World will be populated by characters from the Super Mario series, alongside other globally popular Nintendo characters. Super Nintendo World will also will allow guests to fully immerse themselves. And all five senses in worlds of Nintendo, and is expected to attract guests from Japan and the world over. So we first heard these uh, rumors around uh, May of 2015 uh, that Nintendo's new theme park uh, would be um, something was a possibility, and the strategy to expand the global reach. So there is talks about this coming over to. Uh, Universal Florida, Universal California, you know, in, in the America, North America, and then um, keep expanding from out from there. So that's pre- that would be pretty cool. I'm excited to uh, to see more. Obviously, we are a ways away, but my question about this one before we move on is if you had to pick one attraction from Nintendo, what tr- attraction would you want? And it doesn't have to be just Mario. It's it's, it's Nintendo. But what attraction would you want in the Super Nintendo world? I want a
0: stand that gives you it's, – it's like a, a candy stand that you go up and they hand you a bottle of Dr. Mario pills that are that are candy, <laughs> like Runt's. But they're like the, the Dr. Mario pills. And you're just popping
2: pills. I don't think that's kid-friendly. I'm just
0: – just... It's a Nintendo
2: theme. <laughs> It's Doctor Mario. It's also like promoting like drug addiction. <laughs> just pop those pills right out of that medicine bottle. Oh, don't worry. When your candy runs out, just go to mommy and daddy's pill pill cabinet. Find some fucking Viagra, pop that or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're built in Japan,
1: kit. not Colombia. Like, that's not gonna fly. Uh, I I did the math, and and forgive me if I did it wrong because uh I don't know I'm stupid. Uh, it's I think it's gonna be around forty three million dollars.
2: Forty-three million. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I guess that is still quite a bit. Decent chunk, yeah. Considering you already have the property, so you're talking forty-three million just to build stuff that you're on property you already own. It better be dope. I'm excited. They they do have some um, like a only one, but they released one like I don't know um, concept art, and uh, it looks really cool. Obviously. If it looks like that, I will. I'll probably move to Japan. <laughs> but you can check. Uh, you can look at. Ooh, just caught it. Caught yourself. You can look at the uh, images and read the news story on social media, Facebook.com. I got a Motor new City one. Gaming. hold on. I got a new oh. one. So, well. Once he's, he's done. Oh, a do new I get, attraction. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. Do, do I, I get to say my ride? I want yeah. the Dead at Nights ride. Yeah, go for it. So again,
1: uh, as Grim always has to get his obligatory uh, Metroid uh, comment in. I have to get my Donkey Kong Country reference <laughs> in. Give me, give me minecart madness, the ride. Yeah, it's perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect for a theme park. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Give it to me. Make it happen, Nintendo. Mine's easy.
2: You you build a you build build an object like um. What's what's the giant sphere at Epcot called? I. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. There it the is. The
1: Space Mountain isn't the giant sphere at Epcot. Space Mountain is like a. A mountain. round, pointy building at the Magic Kingdom. That's uh, what I
2: meant. That's what I meant.
1: The the one uh, I could tell you. How's, don't, a,
2: how's a, a round, pointy building?
1: Okay, <laughs> it's it's a circle. It's a circle with like a peak. It's more like a mountain because it's space mountain. Yeah, the, but that's not the, round and pointy. The big circle thing that I can't remember what it's called, but I know it was designed by Buckminster Fuller. Dear God,
2: your wife has you brainwashed. Uh, I
1: may have known that before <laughs> because uh, you
2: wanted to impress your wife.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it clearly works. Yes.
2: Anyways, uh, there's a roller coaster inside that.
1: It's a ride. It's not a roller coaster. Whatever. It's I
2: want that. That where you you're on a ride inside of like a, but it's pitch black. Right. It's really dark on so that. You're ride. just
1: describing Space
2: Mountain. Right. Yeah. It's okay. yeah. Space Mountain basically. <laughs> but anyways, you're and you're in Samus syringe ship. And you're flying through. They're gonna use their they're gonna use their top notch uh, special effects for all the space pirates and Metroids. You're gonna fly through space uh, and be able no. to fight fight these enemies. And you're gonna have a Metroid ride. I'm about to I'm about to shoot your idea down. Then you jump out right, yeah. <laughs> going 60 miles an hour. You you spin <laughs> out of your cart. You land. They give you a special suit where you get to go into a ball mode and then you go through a maze as as a morph ball. Pop out of that. Got to fight. Got to fight one of the bosses, and then you're done. Then you win.
1: It finally got a little bit better when you talk about going around in a ball, because when I think of all the fun parts of playing Metroid, I think about
2: flying around in the ship. That ship's baller, okay? You know what the ship looks like, it's iconic. Suck my dick.
1: Yeah, but there's like there's (laughs) there's no actual gameplay where you fly the ship.
2: That's why you have to do that. And then the year after, Nintendo goes, "Hey, we're going to release another Metroid game. It's a sci-fi space shooter called Metroid (laughs) Star Force Fighter." (laughs) So I was going to say, no, it's going to be
1: Metroid meets Star (laughs) Force. Oh no, a a crossover. (laughs) And that's why I just
2: go hang myself.
1: (laughs) That would be
0: the worst. That's my ride. (laughs) <laughs> so you get those carts that you have to sign a waiver for because they go like thirty-five miles an hour, and
2: you make Mario Kart. I think they... I think yeah, I think they might have confirmed that already. Yeah, like as, yeah, let I mean, maybe I would, probably not. Probably not the fast carts though. Yeah, it's probably no. bullshit Give cards. me
1: 150 cc's or give me death. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Just kill me yeah. on one of those.
2: But you gotta get, like, the, all the items that you can actually use, they gotta be deadly. Like, when you shoot a leader <laughs> shell, it's gotta smoke someone, and, like, yeah. that's why you sign the Done. waiver. Done. Plus, each card has to have a cup holder for
1: my Dr. Mario pill bottle. Oh, God. I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> we
2: spent way too much time
1: on this story. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. Every trash can in that park
2: needs to be a green pipe. Absolutely. Oh, it has to be. If it's not, that's bullshit. It also can't even have a trash bag. When you throw that trash in, it needs to disappear. You have no idea where your trash went. <laughs> I also want a Kirby-themed all-you-can-eat buffet. That'd be perfect. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I like that one. So the
1: delicious-looking cakes and things yeah. that Kirby's always eating?
2: Yeah. And I want, I want rideable Yoshi's, but they want. I need them to look sad because they're, they're basically, <laughs> Slaves. yeah, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> it's just some,
1: it's just some like college age dude in a Yoshi. Suit. And you ride him around for like 20 bucks an hour. He's got like he six
2: bulge discs and just. <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's done.
1: Oh, for, why did I have to be Yoshi?
2: For an
0: extra $50, you could jump this Yoshi off a cliff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why isn't there a foam pit at the bottom? Nope, they just die. <laughs> got another dead Yoshi sweeper.
2: It's real dark all of a sudden. It always Next does. news story Death Stranding's E3 trailer wasn't running on Horizon Zero Dawn's engine. So the initial trailer at E3, was running on an entirely different different engine than the recent trailers that we've seen at the Video Game Awards and PSX.
1: Now, is that the case often with early, like, tease trailers? I mean...
2: Yeah, I... I you know, they I'm never upset have real
1: gameplay in
2: them. Right, I'm not upset about this. It's just the concept that... Um, basically Kojima was the one talking about this and explaining it, being upfront and, you know, honest for once, not for him, but like in the video game industry, being honest. And uh, speaking with IGN uh, Kojima revealed that the death stranding trailer, which we showed at the video game awards was running real time in 4k on the PS4 pro, which that wasn't confirmed hundred percent on the show during the awards. So that's cool that we know that it was running on the actual device. And the reason the, the the one reason I guess I brought this up is because it was interesting that Kojima said he did not want to build his own engine because he didn't want people to have to wait for this game. You know, Because obviously you're talking if this game takes three years or two years to build your own engine, you might as well say it's going to take five years now. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then you said the collaboration with Guerrilla Games, Jazzy and my favorite uh, co- uh, developer, is perfect. And their, uh, what did they call the engine? I forgot. Their new engine is the, it's just, oh, they call it Guerrilla Games had the right engine, Kojima said. The engine is well suited to the tools and systems of an open world game. Though he did not confirm his game is open world, but he did use those words. So this was a very important aspect uh, because we don't know a whole lot about Death Stranding, but it very well could be leading to the fact that this is going to be on a large scale open world. So that's pretty cool. We've seen we've seen uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is right, which is running on Guerrilla Games' new engine, Decima. And, yeah, there we go,
0: Decima engine.
2: Yep. And it looks phenomenal, so, of course, the stranding sliding that way makes me even more excited that we're going to be getting a really pretty game.
0: I did notice the trailer looked a lot better at the awards than the original one, so I knew something was up.
2: Yeah, they didn't mention what the uh, E3 ran on, but they just mentioned it wasn't the current and now moving forward development engine that they've chose. So, pretty cool. Alright, here's a less cool story. Super Mario Run requires an internet connection at all times to play. (sighs) Mario's mobile device debut can only be played with an internet connection, ruling out playing it on many modes of transport. So, Miyamoto explained that the decision was made for security reasons, helping Nintendo combat the risk of piracy. All three of the game's modes, Toad Rally, Kingdom Builder, and the single-player World Tour campaign, will require an active connection to access. Miyamoto said, We wanted to be able to leverage the network connection with all three of the Super Mario Run modes to keep all of the modes functioning together and offering the game in a way that keeps the software secure. This is something that we want to continue to work on as we continue to to develop the game. Unlike our dedicated game devices, the game is not releasing in a limited number of countries. We're launching in 150 countries, and each of those countries has different network environments and things like that. So it was important for us to be able to have it secure for all users. Miyamoto went on to say that at one point in development, World Tour was intended as an offline component, but that its crossovers with the online modes, presumably such as using coins collected in World Tour to uh, in Kingdom Builder mode made this too complicated to integrate. It's a choice that will make playing on underground trains, planes, without Wi-Fi, or even certain rural areas impossible. <sighs> That's it, a bummer. This kills the game for me. Like, I was It doesn't red- kill the game for you. <laughs> no, you're going to play well, this game and you're going to love I, it.
0: I will. I'll play the game and I'll like it, but the possibility of them getting the $10 so I get the full, exter- full experience is has lessened
2: greatly. Bullshit. Okay, we'll see. Jazzy, do you own a PlayStation VR? Yes. Mm. Do you own a PS4 Pro? Yes. Mm. Did you just buy a 4K TV? Yes. With HDR support? Yep. Mm. Interesting. Jazzy, do you own a Wii U? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy, do you own a 3DS? Yes. Mm. Jazzy, do you own The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? N- <laughs> <laughs> You're going to buy this $10 game Come on I it's can play Legend of Zelda on a train I can't play s- Mario Run When's the you've been yeah. on a train? <laughs> we live in Michigan <laughs> But I want the option To be able to play it
1: on a train Just in case he wants to train from Dearborn To Ann Arbor for no reason he's Oh got, my he's got goodness that big trip to And Chicago it's got to be an
2: underground train
1: <laughs> Which Where is the nearest underground train? Boston? Yeah. I have them in Chicago.
2: Chicago, I guess.
1: Do they go underground? Yeah. They have a subway. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. (laughs) Jesse uh, always want to be a hater. And then then he'll be a day one adapter watch. He'll be like, okay, I bought it. By the way, it comes out the 15th, so we're only going to have to wait a couple days to find the truth out. By the next episode, we'll know if Jazzy has caught it or not. He'll be like, guys, Willpower. I haven't played Final Fantasy 15 all week <laughs> because I've just been running. All I'm saying is this. I'm going to take this. Th- Let's vote right now. By next episode, Jesse will have Super Mario Run $10 mo- version on his phone. I'm put- That's the site I'm-, I'm choosing False. What's, <laughs> what's the wager? What's the wager? The hmm, wager.
1: Because I want to see if I want to take the action or
2: not. Man, I, I don't know. Do we have it? Jazzy, this, this, you're in the middle here. Do you have any wagers you want to throw out there? Any, anything you want to like, try to make us do?
0: I say we let the fans decide. <laughs> we'll throw it up on the GameZilla page on our Facebook, and they'll come up
2: with an idea. Why don't we just the make the fans decide? Wins. Why don't we just make the fans decide if you if you download it or not? And they could uh, vote too. Yeah, I think I think I just throw it out there and say, should Jazzy pay ten dollars for Super Mario Run? And we just put a yes or no, and we let it go. And by next episode, we'll see uh, we'll see if you have it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for the Kickstarter.
0: So Kick that I can get Star- that ten dollars.
1: <laughs> All with right. increments of ten cents each.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is a bummer, though the internet connection thing. But I mean, in this day and age, a lot of a lot of games are doing that. So.
1: But I'll be honest. It's one of the reasons I quickly fell out of Pokemon Go. I was like, I don't want to eat up my data and always need my GPS on. I know it's not saying you need GPS, but it was just kind of like, uh, it's it on my now three year old phone. Everything just feels sort of daunting. So that even having that connection, I'm like, I don't really feel like dealing with that.
2: Well, good news, you have an Android, so you're gonna have to wait anyways, but. Um. Good. Yeah. I didn't want it anyway. The one thing I will say about Mario is that I think the the call home to Nintendo to make sure that you're authenticated is going to use a lot less data than Poke- Pokemon Go did use de- a lot of data. But that's because, like you said, you're using a lot of like GPS and tracking systems. So
1: I just find a lot of times apps that use data are also like lurking in the background. True. And yeah, I'm just I'm not interested.
2: I'd love to play
1: Super Mario Run. I just also hate playing video games on my phone. So
2: Yeah, I mean, that's true. This is going to be another one of those I played for a month, and then I'm probably done. So we'll see. It's a good poop game. Yep, that's exactly it. Next news story, we have Poop-y-poop. Dragon Quest Heroes 2 gets Western <laughs> <laughs> release date. A poopy, 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 poopy. Oh, God. There's a little off-air uh, incident that we had uh, <laughs> where Ethan pooped his pants. There it is. All right, this, is, this should have been played during the last, but Boobie Dragon. <laughs> We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this really. <laughs> Dragon Quest Heroes 2 gets a Western release date, and is coming west on April 28th, 2017, for the PlayStation 4. So, if you enjoyed the first Dragon Quest Heroes, then you will be getting the sequel, which was uh, until until this week uh, was. We weren't sure if we were getting it over uh, here in America.
1: I've been losing sleep over if we were going to get it or not. I know guys. you don't
2: I'm... like. I know you don't like this game. Some people really like this game though, and until they get a real Dragon Quest game, this is what they have to live with. Moving on.
1: <laughs> Build your own. Get your Dragon <laughs> Quest builders
2: get a get a DS and play some uh, re-released Dragon Quest. There you go. Nice, sweet. Oh, this uh, story didn't even load for me. That's good. Let's try reloading that. And there we go. Okay so i asked I asked thenight night a question earlier in the show. I said, if you were going to steal five million dollars, how much of it would you spend on a video game?
1: Oh, on a video game Cause yeah, really, you it. a single video, video game, game. One I may, I may game? have
2: tweaked I may have tweaked it earlier, but now I'm changing it up on you
1: i'm gonna I'm gonna easily say though I'd be dropping. I know if we're going to – that's not a video game. Because I say five grand for a skee-ball machine, deal. Um, I would need, like, in-house arcade, you know, like you know, House of the Dead shooters. So I'm going to guess, you know, what do those cost? Four grand? Sure. So let's say I'm going to spend five grand on a couple video games. Five grand.
2: Okay. Yeah, that seems reasonable. How much would you spend if it was a mobile game? How many copies of Super Mario Run would you buy?
1: Uh, I would spend $10, and I'd be using a couple hundred of that million dollars to buy a, a phone that would play it well and unlimited data plan. Um, so if that counts, then I guess I would
2: spend hundreds of dollars on Hundreds run. of dollars. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, a man from Rockland, California, pleaded guilty to embezzling approximately $5 million from his workplace. One million of which was spent on player fees for an online video game. That game is called Game of War. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Is that the
1: one with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the commercial? It It might be. There's Arnold. Isn't Kate Kate Upton? Upton, Yeah. So maybe
2: he was just like brainwashed by Kate's boobs. I don't know.
1: Oh, maybe it's like Generals of War or something. Yeah. That's the Kate Upton one. So they're throwing out the money.
2: Yeah, I got a trailer right here with Kate Upton in it like na- maybe naked in a bathtub, I don't know. Anyways, Kate Upton personal friend of my wife. I think I should really check out Game of War, man. This video is looking Looks like Ooh. she has a necklace on. Yeah, well, so yeah. not naked. And she's got a bracelet on too, but uh, anyway. oh wait, we're doing a show. I forgot. My bad. Yeah,
1: I'm not <laughs> going to lie. Kate Upton came to my wife's work one time. They're
2: not personal friends. Damn. Yet. Damn it. Justin, get the hell out of the way, man. Okay. A press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of California announced Kevin Lee, uh, Kevin Lee guilty plea on December 8th with the Sacramento Business Journal reporting that about 1 million of the stolen funds was spent on the mobile game. (laughs) Uh, among the other items co-purchased with the stolen funds are luxury cars, home furniture, and NFL football and NBA basketball season tickets.
1: That guy, that guy's like, I'm going to spend a million dollars on Game of War. That way I'll be the best in the world at one thing.
2: (laughs) Pay to win. He worked at Holt of California as a company's accounting department manager and embezzled funds from 2008 through March 2015. He also, according to the attorney's office, engaged in a money laundering scheme to hide where the stolen money was coming from. He will be sentenced in 2017, facing 20 years in jail and up to $250,000 in fines for the wire fraud charges against him, as well as $500,000 or up to twice the property involved in the money laundering. (laughs) Oh, man. Man,
1: that guy stole $5 million. He could have bought a giant boat and sailed away to a tropical island, but instead... He played Game of War. A
2: million dollars. What do you do in Game of War that you need to spend a million dollars? Pay to win. My goodness. I wish it said his
0: username or his, like, gamer tag or whatever it is called in this mobile game so that I could, like, look him up and see, like, where his, like, rank is.
2: It's called turd name because the game's stupid and he's
1: an idiot.
0: Okay, I'm looking it up it's right now. Okay, turd, turd name.
2: Yeah. <sighs>
1: Turd, (laughs) turd, (laughs) turd. All right, man. I should see if that's available for PSN. Just, I'm gonna bail on being the Dead of Night and just be turd. (laughs) Like, like, yo, with me here in the Motor City Gaming Studios, as always, Jazzy Fiddle and
2: our producer, Turd. (laughs) It goes. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I like it. Turd the snake. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I'm the turd snake. Brown snake. (laughs) Wow.
0: production speaking, value has gone in the toilet.
2: Speaking of... <laughs> With the turd. <laughs> speaking of mobile games that steal your money, Pokemon Go adds Pichu and Togepi. Oh.
1: Two trombones. We're, we're 35 minutes in the show and we've already got two sad trombones.
2: Select other gold and silver Pokemon uh, are supposed to be coming around early next year. Damn. But, bird. but, bird. but, 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 starting today, trainers will be able to find Togepi and Pichu, get ready for this, in eggs, <gasps> as well as select other Pokemon from the jo- Johto region. As always, trainers can acquire eggs by visiting Pokestops and spinning the, Im- the image that appears, which can provide Pokeballs, potions, revives, and other items in addition to eggs. <sighs> I got there to remind you of that. You can also don't Jazzy, j- Jazzy. Just
1: I forgot how Pokemon Go works completely. <laughs> I've wiped here. that week and a half out of my yeah. brain.
2: Like Pokestops. Oh yeah, I remember like spinning those circles. Yeah. J- just I want you to prepare yourself for this next part. Beyond the new Jo Johto Pokemon from today through December twenty ninth, you still have time, Jazzy. Players will also be able to encounter a special edition Pikachu <gasps> wearing a festive hat. <gasps> In the wild. And Niantic promises the special Pikachu will appear in large quantities during this period so that everyone can have them and they're not rare at all. In large quantities, my ass, all right? When I played that game for like a month and a half, I saw two Pikachu. This festive Pikachu two. can be found in-game starting today. Right now. Why are you even listening to this? Launch Pokemon Go and get and get this Pikachu because... I, I need the Wi-Fi password to re-download it
1: right now. <laughs>
2: Um but today's new Pokemon come just after Niantic added thousands of new Pokestops as part of their partnership with Sprint and Starbucks. Data found within the game suggests that as many as one hundred new Pokemon <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's seriously re-downloading it right. Now. I not need a, that Pikachu. You know, what head he's trying to do is make sure he doesn't play Super Mario That's Run it. between yeah. And yeah. now yeah. and it's as many week. mobile distractions We're as making possible.
2: fun of this and he's gonna be that one guy running around the town still in his snow suit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he put it back in his pocket. He's like, yeah, you make a good point. Anyways, the uh, the game suggested that there's as many as 100 new Pokemon could be on the way, as well as shiny Pokemon in costumes. So, uh, the new Pokemon added to Pokemon Go was uh, Ditto, who appeared in a surprise update shortly before Thanksgiving, and that gets the original set of 151 Pokemon Pokemon Go still has yet to add Legendary Birds, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, as well as Legendary Pokemon Mew and Mewtwo. But don't worry. You can get your festive Pikachu.
1: (laughs) Until it's Surfboard Pikachu, I would never even think about going
0: back. Surfboard Pikachu with
2: a Santa hat on. (gasps) Overwhelmed. I, I want people to head on over to the Gamezilla group on Facebook.
1: Request to be a member if you're not already. We yep. will accept you. Yeah,
2: and thanks to everybody that's that's been joining. We've been we been getting requests every week. It's it's a we've been having a lot of fun communicating with and just having some fun chats in the group. But I want people to and maybe Jazzy could throw up a poll for me. Who the fuck is playing this game still? Like Done. doing it right now. I really I, I really want to know. Who, I know the only person in our group that's playing is Xander. I don't even think Tess plays this game anymore. <laughs> so. How could
1: he? He already. Uh, Completed is a low index, so clearly yeah. he had to drop
2: everything else in his life. He did. He put a lot of time into Pokemon Sun and Moon. But, yeah, um, head on over there and let me know if you're still playing this game, and then let me know why. I'm just curious as to why you're still playing this game, because it, it just – I don't get it. I really don't get it. It's
1: because you got to catch them all. It's not – like you could catch them all, it's you have to do it. <laughs> you
2: you played the game for two minutes.
1: Electro Diglett, Nidoran Minky, we're that tough hero pigeon. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. You know. You know that's how the song goes. And you defy the song like a heretic. A Pokemon heretic. Go anyway. back to your Final Fantasy.
2: Go I, back to it. I, I will happily go back to a real RPG. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. That's right, I went there. Yeah. I mean, compared to Pokemon Go. Yeah. Okay. I'm not ripping on the actual Pokemon game. I mean,
1: it's cool if you do. I mean, it's not the best.
2: Yeah. But I mean, I played the real Pokemon game. Pokemon yeah. Go, I think I'm done. I don't I don't really think I'm going back. Alright. We got some uh some cool news, some big news. November saw the PS four regain its spot at the top of the council sales. Neat. <sighs> Neat. We Neat. all saw that coming. The PlayStation 4 was the top-selling console for November, taking back the spot from its rival console, the Xbox One. Sony confirmed to the to you to us the PS4 was the best seller in the U.S., but had no formal statement on the matter. Up until November, Xbox One was the top-selling console in the U.S. for four straight months, something the company credited to the launch of its revised Xbox One S, which I mean, <laughs> that's exactly why. November saw the release of Sony's PlayStation 4 Pro, the upgraded version of the base PS4 hardware. Uh, November also was also loaded with Black Friday sales, which no doubt helped move units, especially discounting older PS4 SKUs. So worldwide since PS uh, PlayStation 4 has sold 50 million consoles since its release. With a few rare exceptions, the console dominating the sales figures month after month until Xbox One broke the streak beginning in July. Uh, while Xbox One beat PS4 that month, both consoles came in behind Nintendo 3DS.
0: Interesting. I'm kind of surprised because I feel like, at least personally,
2: the Xbox like bundle sales for Black Friday were better. Uh, they, I mean, they they were they weren't it wasn't that they were necessarily better it's that if you wanted just an let's just say you wanted an Xbox you got 50 bucks off of it right, right. but like we're on the PlayStation side i had to buy a bundle when if i just wanted an yeah. Xbox i still got my i still got the same deal so but if you wanted the uncharted bundle you got a deal on it so whatever in a statement from microsoft though uh, in response it said it plans to extend its 50 dollar offer 50 dollar off offer on all Xbox One S consoles, beginning December 11th at participating U.S. retailers, so they're going to keep this sale going. They must see that it's working well, working in their favor, moving systems still.
0: Maybe it's because they had the battlefield Xbox had the Battlefield One bundle, didn't they? I th- I feel like that sold better just because it was a newer game.
2: Well, they had the Maybe. Xbox One Battle uh, bundle. They had the uh, GameStop exclusive turquoise blue. They had the Xbox One Battlefield uh gray edition too. So they had two editions yeah. for Battlefield. Uh there's there's a gears out there's a bunch there's a bunch of bundles. Like but not none like super unique, like Gears of War like, you know, the the red system like I got. Like, yeah, I think you could still save fifty bucks on it, but there was nothing super Yeah. Special. So yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I mean, we kind of saw this coming with with the uh, the new announcements. Now I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens in December and, and early next year if um, you know Sony just takes back and keeps going the way they were and it, this was just a little blip on the radar or has things kind of evened out a little bit. All right, moving on to my last story. And it's a pretty big one. A lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, but Heroes of the Storm director moves on to an unannounced Blizzard project. So, Dustin Browder, game director of On Heroes of the Storm, has left development of the MOBA to join an unannounced project at Blizzard. He's been, uh, he's been trans- transitioning his responsibilities to former former technical director uh, Alan De- debury uh, and we sometimes get exciting changes to work on other projects, Rauter explained, I'm going to take one of those chances to try something new at Blizzard. So, that is pretty exciting, especially considering in October, World of Warcraft director Tom Chilton also stepped down to move on to a new project at Blizzard. Last month, Blizzard began hiring for an unannounced first-person game, which some suspect could be a single-player component for the multiplayer hit Overwatch. If that's the case, I'm very excited. So, Blizzard quickly uh, hushed people, saying, We're always working on different ideas behind the scenes, usually on the side or in smaller groups, until we decide to move forward. It's convincible that both Browder and Chilton are working on separate prototypes or designs. But... That would be uh, pretty cool, or we could, you know, or they slid people over to work on Diablo Four. Who who knows? It could be anything. But the idea that uh, that popped up for a new first-person shooter, and then you have some big names shifting around in Blizzard, they could be gearing up to uh, to maybe build something great to add on to Overwatch. So, what do you think of that?
0: Man, if they're doing the single-player campaign to Overwatch, I will die. And we know it works. We know that it's possible. <laughs> do it! If
1: he's going to die, <laughs> <Yeah>. do it! <laughs> we know it
0: works because of the Halloween event. The Halloween event was kind of a small taste of the fact that they can do a single-player campaign mode in that game.
1: Just the thought of doing things like a raid as a team. And, I mean, we we played some of the story modes in uh, in my game, Battleborn. And so just... <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy's so pissed
2: because I said You know what's funny is that you should start dinging yourself for like I do. I get Metroid in every game, every episode. You've been getting ba- you've been doing that with Battleborn.
1: Just trying to because I know that Jazzy just gets pissed when I bring up Battleborn
2: for good um, reason.
1: It's hot garbage. Why do you bring this game up? Because it's slightly your fault that I own it, and it's I have to remind you it's that. true. It's you true. bought it. You bought it when we're all like, no one should buy Battleborn.
2: You bought it. He was the first one.
1: And then Jay wanted to be a good friend, and he bought it to play I, it with I you. I felt
2: bad because he bought it and was playing it, and, had, and you're right, had no one to play with. And I was like, ah, I'm going to pick this up to pity Jazzy.
1: And then because I wanted to play with you guys and also be a good friend, I picked it over Doom with my Bachelor Party Dame and Buster tickets. So it's all your fault that I even own Battleborn, and so because of that, I have to bring it up all the time. Listen, <laughs> here's what
0: really happened, alright? I was, I drew the short straw in the in selection life. of the video game <laughs> for that month. <laughs> and they were like... All right, Jay Z, you have to play Battleborn, so I had to go out and and buy Battleborn so that I could speak to it. I didn't know you guys were going to hop on the crap train with me.
1: <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe yeah, you on that's
0: that at bullshit. all. I yeah, bullshit. I call. I call. true story. Yeah,
2: I call her shit <laughs> on that
0: True story.
1: I'm going to find a way to debunk that. So, but like, I like. Let's get Jay, back.
0: true story. <laughs> back, no.
1: Back on the point though, <laughs> the campaign of Battleborn is actually fun. So if you can bring that sort of multiplayer uh, with a diverse team uh, into Overwatch, it will potentially be if you considered it another game, it'd be next year's game of the year. like it, it, it it's gonna be incredible. Think of the fun we would have doing like a raid with our with our overwatch squad.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Anything
1: like that? Uh, if, more story? Yeah, I, I, because that's my only big, com- you know, and it's a, it's a fair complaint that people can have about Overwatch is the depth of play, the depth of of what's there. The play is fun. The play is extraordinarily fun. It's, it's arcadey, yeah. which is great, which is what I love. But I love Overwatch so much. I want depth to it. If they're gonna give us that, it's all, all for the better.
2: I love Overwatch so much that I mean. I buy every Funko Pop that comes out. I bought my Reaper statue that they just released. I love the, the if you want to call this, these backstories that they have, but they're so few and far between. But the, the little animated shorts they make for these guys, like, I love them. I love everything that they do about this world. So if you're going to give me more of the world, I'm 100% on board. It, it Tell me how much it's going to cost. I'm down to pay for, for a big DLC patch. Let's do it. I'm ready. Tell me if Bastion is a
1: girl or a boy, because oh. I keep hearing one and the other. I just want to know. And Jazzy's really confused. <laughs> you you get a boner when you play as Bastion. You need to find out if it's okay or not. <laughs> oh Bingo. boy, it's okay. I, I feel the same way when I play as Roadhog, and I know it's okay.
2: All right. Well, that <laughs> I pictured that. And that was really disturbing. <laughs> That was our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gaming.
1: It's a website. Okay. In concert, they would fight this evil and a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction.
2: Must or bust. <laughs> it's time to play muster bust where I call out the upcoming video game and we give you our opinion on whether you must try Buy them or they are a bust um, I didn't know you're gonna push this button <laughs> You know I uh I press the wrong button. <laughs> so here we go. Horizon Zero Dawn Jazzy must I had to get it in right? I had to get it in <laughs> Where's my ding at? Where's my ding at? Give me my goddamn coin Ethan, what do you think about this game? It's a must, right?
1: I just feel like I ruined the whole show <laughs> by pressing the wrong button, and I, you, you know, and now we're all we're back to talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. So I ruined this whole show.
2: Must or bust? It's
1: a must. It looks great. Okay. Next,
2: <laughs> next game, Persona Five, Jazzy. Must. Okay, Ethan. Bust. Why? I, I just don't think I, I,
1: don't, I don't think it looks that
2: that great. Oh man, have you ever played a Persona? No. Hmm.
1: I looked into Persona 4, I almost p- picked up the, the 3DS version, and I just was like, I don't I don't think I had a space for it in my life, and I think I'm going to feel the same way about Persona 5.
2: It, it is a time consumer. That's so it. Yeah, that's that's it. it. I, I
1: did the research, I, and I was just like, that's... that's
2: All right, movie. and then our last game coming out real soon. God of War 4. Jazzy. Must. <laughs> I made this one easy on you guys this week. I know I know Ethan's answer. We don't even need to ask him. That's yeah it's a huge must man
1: I regret <laughs> pressing the wrong button so bad <laughs> let's do
2: and let's do one for fun Super Mario run it's a must M- must yeah, <laughs> yeah. now that's an actual one yeah I'm calling a bust on it you calling a bust yeah well I know you, you won't pay 10 bucks for it <laughs> no I won't not for a mobile game <laughs> not until I show you my kingdom that I build and you're like, oh my God I need to buy my, build my own kingdom
1: <sighs> buying a I do like building things yeah I do like being a tycoon
2: mm-hmm exactly. It's uh, it's Coach Tycoon Nintendo version.
1: So I know that this is sort of muster bust, but let's let's jump into the past. Uh, have either of you guys played Last Guardian yet?
2: No, because I refuse. I really want to. I really want to. Because I know you bought it. But I am on chapter fourteen out of fifteen in Final Fantasy Fifteen, and I need to finish this game. And once I finish it, then I plan on just diving into Last Guardian, beating that and then finally going to The Last of Us and beating that. I have played
0: it. Yeah. And I will give you my my initial thoughts on it are I put about an hour to an hour and 20 minutes into it and then went back to Final Fantasy 15. So I will suck go back. Away. Yeah. I will go back and finish it. However, it wasn't so amazing that it, pulled me away from final fantasy
1: one of my facebook friends i think the way he put it was enjoyable but inconsistent there's points in the game that feel i don't know uh i I guess he just said the quality didn't seem that the quality was there through the entire game
2: yeah (laughs) the biggest thing that i've heard about the last of us or not the last of us the last guardian is um it's a beautiful game it 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 feels like Shadow Colossus, things like that, but the mechanics are so funky that it pulls you out of the game sometimes. And some people, it ruined it for them. And other people, they get past it. And the people that get past the bad mechanics love the game. But that's the problem is you got to deal with bad mechanics.
1: I don't even like hearing that, that you have to get past bad mechanics to enjoy something because I think that is one thing that, you know, outside of me liking crappy games like the mechanics in Jaws Unleashed are atrocious every time I pick it up I have to try and relearn how to play the game it's the subject matter I enjoy but for a game that's actually supposed to be like an epic game I would have a really hard time getting into it if the mechanics don't feel good and you know again we do our obligatory you know excitement over games that we love from the past but one of the reasons Metroid Prime is so fun is the mechanics are perfect absolutely a reason that you know Transformers Devastation is fun, is the mechanics are perfect. It, it just feels good.
2: Yeah. Plus, you see that game, and you just... It just... I, I saw a clip of Transformers Devastation, uh, like, yesterday. I was like, man, I need to go back and play that game. Like, it's just... I love it. I love the look of that game. But this game... So, I haven't played it, but I have watched a little bit of uh, people streaming it, and um, I'm still very interested. So, since you brought it up in the must or bust, I still think if you are on the fence, it's a must, um, but be weary of the controls because that across the board, I have not seen anyone say, I like it. <laughs> the controls, like everybody hates the controls. There's a lot of like setting things up and trying to get your that beast to do something for you. And I guess there's a just it's frustrating sometimes where it won't do what you want it to. And you have to sit there and like, you know, yeah. mess around to get the results you want. For, for the hour and 20 minutes I've put into the game,
0: I could tell you it's gorgeous. It looks really good.
2: And gorgeous in the sense of art. Yes. Like, it's not gorgeous like... It doesn't look like Final Fantasy fifteen or Horizon Zero no, Dawn. No. But in the art style, it's unique and it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: It definitely did spark an interest in the emotional connection that the little boy that you play and Trico, which is the, the Falcor-type Type dog um, have with each other you can tell that there's like kind of a bond there and it's really interesting to see where I'm interested at least to see where that bond's gonna go but mechanically I'll say it's shaky because you know being able to to move jump and stuff like that I feel like that is something that is a little shaky but tolerable it's the camera angles when you're outside y- and have this wide open space to kind of move the camera around and, and look around. It's it's perfect. Like, if the whole game was like that, I would have no complaints about the camera angles whatsoever. But you play most of this game indoors. And when you're indoors, you're like seeing clumps of feathers from, <laughs> from, from this Trico um, dog type of thing. You're getting caught in corners. You're not being able to turn and see what you need to see. So... I feel like camera angles is probably my biggest concern that I have with it
2: thus far.
0: That's, fair, That's right?
2: fair. Okay. But you played it, and you want to go back to it, so you're going to say must.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely go back and play it for sure.
2: That's been our unexpected must bus section.
0: Let's Breaking get- news. Hold on. Breaking news. Oh, shit. I did put the Are You Still Playing Pokemon Go up on our GameZilla Facebook page, and so far we have
2: two yeses and three noes. All right. Going for the noes. I got to get in there and push no.
1: All right, guys. It's time for Buster Bust.
2: No. It's time for some news.
1: News? <laughs> Man. All right. I guess I'll roll the news. The FBI has just sent a letter to Gamezilla informing them that they have discovered new emails.
2: Downloading Gamezilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jassy, for the Gamezilla mailbox is up to date.
0: That's right, this is the news of emails. Where you write them, we read them. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm not, so open like a, I was hoping for like I was hoping for like some out. sort of reaction from him, time and out. I got nothing. Time
2: out! I just want everybody to realize something. I just realized I said news.
0: <laughs> I thought you were being, I thought you were trying to fuck with us, so I was not. like, I'm gonna go along with
2: it. He's looking and at me. I'm like, like yeah, <laughs> news. Like what? Wow, (laughs) off the rails right now. Anyways, we're just
1: getting we're still getting used to the the new space. Yeah,
2: I meant emails (laughs) easily, mistakable. Oh boy, the Donald Rollins. Give me some more beer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, send your questions into info at motorcitygaming.com or post them on our Gamezilla Facebook page and we will read them on the show, like Jordan Hillers. Michigan just hit its first. Was just hit with its first snowstorm. What was your guys' favorite memory of snow in a game? I'm split between the train crash scene of Uncharted 2 and the cool, cool mountain level in Super Mario 64. Both were stunning visuals for their time
2: of weather that we all hate. Ooh, man, this is a good question. I, I have a yeah. few. I have a few responses for this one. But um, cool, cool mountain. Great, great, uh, great option. Great choice. But I think some of my favorite have to come from 1080 snowboard. Absolutely. 1080 1080 on the N64 I played so much of that game and just loved loved uh, you know spending time on the on the fake mountain. And then to progress that, then what I spent hours upon hours playing with with you know my friend Mike was amped and amped two. On um, the original Xbox. I played – we loved it because it was like – it kind of was like an open-world snowboard game, but done well. <laughs> so, But what about Cool Boarders? I didn't really – I never was out Cool Boarders. I liked SSX a little bit. I
1: love SSX. Yeah, but
2: but I was mainly 1080 and then switched over to Amped.
1: Oh, what about the snowboard mode in Nagano Olympics 98 on the N64? No. That was my jam. We all know that I played the hell out of Nagano Olympics 98 on the N64. One of the worst games on the N64.
0: But it was your jam.
1: I played it a lot. I mean, my aunt gave it to me for Christmas one year, and I I like the snowboard mode. I love the ski jump mode. You can still put me on ski jump, and I can run it. I can gold medal it.
2: Now, I'm going to mix – I'm going to blur these games together, but I'm not sure if it's Metroid Prime or Metroid Prime 2 Echoes, but there was – there's a, like, snow ice le- uh, s- level.
1: Prime. It's in Prime. It's the original. With the giant, like, ice monster. Yeah. is sweet. That's, that's
2: another one. Because that...
1: for me, I didn't – I initially didn't play a ton of games of that generation. The PS2, Xbox, and GameCube generation was while I was in high school and super busy – um and I didn't play a ton of those games, but my sister got the GameCube with a Metroid Prime bundle. And one day I decided I was gonna sit down and play through that. And I remember because I didn't play a lot of games of that generation, when I got to that part, I was like, This is the prettiest game I've ever played.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's
0: still to this day is impressive. It when holds you play up it. well. For mine, I've been giving this game a, a little bit of hate recently, but I'm definitely going back. I did enjoy it when it first came out and I got to play, but I think I was a little overexcited for this aspect of the game, where whereas everybody else playing kind of wasn't. But The Division had some oh, great yeah. whiteout scenes where you'd be running a mission, and then halfway through it'd start blizzarding, and then you like couldn't see the level. And then the detail they put into it, uh, down to like being able to see your character's breath and stuff like that, was just really good.
2: Yep, yep. I like
1: what I don't know. It's not very far into Super Mario 3, the first like snow level with the oh, yeah, (laughs)
2: that
1: that level where you get to do like your slide Slide. down snow and the guy, the little like helmet guys, you're knocking them over. Uh, I that was like my one of my favorite levels, uh, playing Super Mario 3 as a child.
2: Was it uh, Turtles 2 Arcade? I, I think it was Turtles 2 Arcade. But there was one where it like uh, they were snowmen, and then they would bust out, and it'd be uh, Foot Clan. Yeah, I think
1: it was. I that think one. it
2: was Turtles Two, or it might have been Turtles Three, uh, Manhattan Project, or whatever. But I, I can't remember which one it was on the NES. But that that was uh, I remember that too. That was fun.
1: Also, can we give a shout out to the snowman character in Clay Fighters? Oh yeah, absolutely. You have
2: to iconic. Yeah, best fighter ever, Mister
1: Frosty or whatever his name.
0: is. <laughs> Mister Frosty. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Man, nice question. I liked it. Keep keep warm, Jordan, because the uh, yeah. snows. I hear it's coming. I hear more more Polar coming vortex early, coming yeah. this week. Polar vortex. are probably in right Like
1: below zero this week.
2: Yeah, it's going to yeah,
0: be terrible. It's going to be horrible. Terrible.
1: All of our friends listening in warm places, enjoy it. We may be dead before our next show. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was really, really dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's always possible.
0: Our next question comes from Eric. Eric says, best use of swearing in video games. Mine has to be Saints Row, the third. Not overdone, but used to make a funny line funnier.
2: Uh, Saints Row has some good stuff. I, uh, I probably really enjoy, I think my choice would be Gears of War, like the series. There's always been one where it's just, they're... They're in they're in some epic battles and and words are thrown around and it just fits it doesn't feel like it's forced it's just like when you're running and screaming and you drop a f bomb or or whatever it just seems like yeah that's probably what I would do in the same you know a- along with shitting my pants but I would also you know so I I like that it just felt real um, and there's some funny parts too where they they're poking fun at each other especially in Gears of War four but. They, I, that's the one I think of the most.
0: Man, I was watching Cable 2KX stream some Mafia, Okay. Oh, and that is just, just over the top. Like, it's over the t- I never actually played it, so I'm going to have to say my favorite would be Duke Nukem. Good call. I really like the fact that Duke Nukem was just... <laughs> that adult video game that you just wanted to play as a kid cuz of that like it had like the titty bar and it had him cussing at everything that he was shooting Of course shooting he goes titty
2: bar he goes he plays the playboy game you know the guy game the yeah. titty bar game of course he goes that way I right.
1: can't wrong him I can't wrong him <laughs> like in a set of cans Listen you Listen
2: you wronged him when he was like in my teenage adolescence I played this game that got me all kind of hot and horny
1: Cause I don't need to hear about him getting <laughs> hot and horny. He can say he appreciates a set of cans, a set of one twos, and I can I can back him on that.
2: Okay, all right. What's uh, we got another one, Ethan?
1: Uh, there is a I think it's the the Torg guy in Borderlands.
2: Oh, Borderlands is a good one. Who
1: has uh, like a a, a a box embedded into his voice box, so it automatically bleeps him out every time he swears. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, the company made me put this in my throat because I, you know, it just keeps bleeping him. And I love so, it. Yeah. like it's one of those ones that you know, it's a game that has a little bit of cursing in it, uh, but them censoring someone in just a, such a fun way made just every time he's swearing is just super fun to me. Yeah,
2: that's a really good. That's a really good choice.
0: Alright, thanks for the question Eric Our next question comes from afar Danny says Not really a naughty question I'd like to emphasize that I sent out a request (laughs) Saying to send your naughty questions in So he has to relay that it's not really naughty What is your best gaming holiday? Not in regards to gifts But more the time available Christmas wasn't really a thing here As a gift related event until say uh, the last twenty years, in Holland we have our own gift-giving Saint Saint Nicholas. Anyhow, as games were mega expensive here, nobody got games for the holidays. I know no, <laughs> I knew no kids owning an NES or any other consoles except for the young adults with disposable incomes. So my last, my sorry, ooh, my lasting memory of the holidays is a PSX I bought for myself in 1995 just a couple of days before our family went on a two-week skiing trip to Austria I made two I made two straight nights two straight all-nighters before I jumped on the bus to Austria which made me sleep through that 13-hour boring ordeal I think at that point I had Tekken Ridge Racer and one other early PSX game. Can't imagine spending forty-eight hours with those particular games nowadays, though.
1: Well, Danny, don't dog Tekken. <laughs> I believe, <laughs> you I dog believe it all the way. I believe you can put forty-eight hours into Tekken no problem. <laughs> Tekken never gets bored. I support you in your purchase from so b- two decades ago.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so best gaming holiday uh, in time available. I'm actually going to use the current upcoming holiday because we've nev- I've never had this, right? I mean, when I was a kid and we were off of school, sure. But I'm a full-time worker that as of December 23rd, I don't have to go back to work until January 3rd. And I'm really excited to get this 10, 11 days where I'm going to play The Last Guardian, play The Last of Us, finish up whatever I need to in Final Fantasy 15 to get my platinum. You know, I've already kind of blocked it out where I'm like, I'm going to game like I haven't gamed in years. That's basically, I'm, like, I'm going to game like when I was in high school and I stopped sleeping when Final, when Fantasy Star Online came out. <laughs> so that's, I'm really excited for the upcoming. And then before that, I mean, every kid around here would have loved... You know shut down for the for christmas for
1: me mine actually isn't christmas related it's not even winter related it's it's what you would actually not think would be a gaming holiday and for me it's the fourth of july because my my grandma has a house on a lake and what often would happen is i get a folding chair or a hammock and I post up under a shady tree with my DS, with my Game Boy, and I sit lakeside, and I play handhelds, and it is amazing because I don't go in the sunshine because I'm a ginger. So just post it up and share. Lizard man. (laughs) Because I'm a (laughs) shape-shifting lizard man. Um, Just posting up and just gaming, just a beautiful weather and just a handheld. I love it. It's so relaxing. It's a You know, I don't obviously spend my whole weekend doing that, but usually I get up, have breakfast with my family around nine uh, at the lake house, and then I'm out in my chair from usually 10 to about two, you know, right in the hottest part of the day.
2: Plus, it's cool because you can literally sit there and say this is the location where I've played Pokemon on the Game Boy original, Absolutely. the Game Boy Pocket, the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, yeah. the Game Boy SP, the DS, the DS Lite, the DS, 3DS. Like, it's you, you have this, like, this, tr- this awesome legacy at that location. My, so.
1: I've been made fun of by my parents and relatives because now uh, L and I will sit on, like, the, the covered swing out by the lake yeah. and both have our, you know, DSs in hand. And they're like, why, why you got to play the Pokemon?" You're at the lake, get out in the water, and I'm like, oh, sunshine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lizard man, S- S- I live underground. S- snakes, snakes. S- S- S-
0: um, for me, it's changed over the years. When I was a kid, obviously, as Gremlock had already put it, like the holiday break was probably the biggest one for us because we were off school. It wasn't summer, so we we didn't have that, you know, wanting to go outside and you know do the do the street hockey and all those fun outside activities that we did as a kid. So. As I've grown older, I've kind of acclimated my gaming to, I would say, most popular releases. And over here, that would be typically right around the October, November, and then uh, March, April. So basically, I find out which game I'm super excited for. Um, Next one's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn, to where I'm actually going to take time off of work and have like a mini vacation just to play that game. So I kind of... Create my own little holiday based upon <laughs> what I think the best game release is that's going to be coming out for me.
1: And to clarify for Danny, our European friend, uh, Fourth of July is American Independence Day. I don't, I don't know if that's known outside the states. So there you go. That's the holiday.
2: For me. Uh, real quick, real quick, can I get some snake music? Ooh, he's
1: snaking me. Oh, did I press the wrong button again? I'm really struggling with my buttons today.
2: Oh, oh, my. oh. <laughs> oh. try it again.
1: Oh, that's also the wrong button.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta work the kinks on the
1: production in a new
0: studio, well, apparently. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah! <laughs> it's my turn to snake emails from Jazzy. I got a question that Jazzy didn't have in the doc. Maybe he did. I don't know. We're real well prepped this week. Here it is <laughs> Chops chiming in.
1: Chops.
2: Hey friends, I like to say dumb things and ask stupid questions, so why not make my best buds do the same thing? It's time for Would You Rather. I give you two scenarios and you get to pick one that you would rather have slash do. I'll let Ethan be the resident expert on the choices, so don't be afraid to ask as many questions about them as you like. So this is the Jazzy, yes, This is the question where when we get these scenarios. If you have a question about it, like, well, does that mean that I get to you know crap in a can every time? Ethan's gonna be the one that gives us the answer for that. Got it. He's like gotcha. the, the resident judge. Yes, upon he's all the these judge. Things. So here we go. Would we don't know you I have sound judgment? <laughs> here we go. Would you rather eat a Pac Man power pellet that would give you super, make you super strong and fast for two hours, but you are extremely hungry for four hours afterwards? Or have power have a powerful robotic suit that you can wear. Jay, you know what I'm talking about. But it's powered by others other people's toenail clippings. <laughs> Converse away, you master debaters. <laughs> Love chops.
0: This is easy for me. It's the power pellet. No, hands down. I'm going to be super fast and super strong for two hours, and then after that, I hit up the Taco
1: Bell for four you're hours. You're
2: not allowed to eat, I don't think. I think even if you eat, you're just extremely hungry for four hours. There's no there's no solving the hunger. That's right. So I eat
0: Taco Bell consistently for four hours and then regret it for the next four years it's, of my it's life. It's like going to a Chinese
1: buffet. You can eat and eat and eat and eat, and you'll never be full.
2: So my question is, if I have this suit, uh, robotic suit, uh, judge over there and it, can you please
1: refer to me as your honor your, while I'm your honor your
2: <laughs> honor I have this robotic suit that is powered by people's toenail clippings do I have to like go clip people's toenails to put them in my machine or does my machine like eat people's feet so that it powers it
1: uh, I your machine does not maliciously hurt other people in that way. I'm sure you could attach a laser to it or something if yeah. you wanted, but no, you don't just get to grind up human feet from corpses. You either have to trim them yourself in a stealthy stealing sort of way, or you have to uh, barter for the commodity of human toenails. Okay. S- second part
2: of my question. Fingernails
1: also don't work. It's just toenails if, gotta have some fungus I, if
2: on I'm them. allowed to cut the toenails, can I cut them using my, my robotic suit? As long as it's got power. As
1: long as it's got power. That way my
2: actual hands aren't touching people's feet.
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, if, you're, if your robot suit is powerful enough, you could potentially uh, – Talk or forcefully convince someone to be your minion and do your nail trimming for you out of Ooh, fear. Ooh, I
2: like that jazzy minion.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jazzy could be trimming yeah. all these toenails. I for would you. do it because I'm not a pussy jazzy, like di- you. Like, no, no,
0: no, like no, no, no. Check time out. There I'm is a not, I'm lot not a pussy. more. There I'm not is a pussy. lot
1: more gross I- shit
0: that you've touched in your life aside from some toenail clippings.
2: Like your own dick. Yeah. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, you're going to be extremely hungry. You're going to blow all your money on Taco Bell and not solve your hunger. So you're going to be in a shitty situation that I can twist around and make you my minion and be like, hey, man, I'll buy you some Taco Bell. All you got to do is go cut those nails.
0: Yeah, but at the end of it, I'm going to be dead as shit. You're a drug addict on I'm gonna power be, pellets. I'll be super large. And I'm going to be like Snorlax, and he's a pimp from what I hear. Oh, my God. You you don't
2: get to say that about Snorlax. <laughs> you talk shit about Snorlax, and now you want to go and use him in a positive way. You, sir, are a bad man. You are a horrible man, and I cannot believe I do this okay, show Okay, hold on. you I do a have nasty have a woman. <laughs> yeah. Nasty woman.
1: Your honor. Your honor. Thank you for addressing me properly. So Judge Deadite resigned.
0: <laughs> since it's a uh, since the Pac-Man pellet, all right? We obviously know that Pac-Man is involved. However, is that nagging woman, Pac Woman, going to be there? Because if that's the case, I might have to go with the toenail suit. Because she doesn't need
1: to be. Tell her to kick <sighs> rocks. Tell tell that pel- <laughs> that ghost goblin ho to
2: kick rocks. My answer is the powerful robotic suit.
1: I'm gonna say, you know, you guys were talking about him, him. Uh, you were mentioning that like when Jazzy's all coming down from his power pellet high, that he's going to be uh, in a weakened state and easier for you to manipulate. But I would argue that likely a crazed power pellet Jazzy would be more powerful than Robo Suit Grim.
2: Yeah, wh- right. Only, look, look. And only at two hours of time and then four-hour blocks. I don't need two hours I'll just hide in my fortress during those two hours. And then okay. when you come back— Well, you, well, you better ask fortress. the judge if you got a fortress. You don't, I don't have a fortress. To, I can do whatever. I can build whatever I want with my robotic suit. I'm strong. I, get I got a fortress. robotic suit.
1: You don't just get it. Yeah, that's like saying, like, my robotic suit has a force field, so he can't get me. It's an anti-ghost product. It probably force field. does. No.
2: Yeah. No, it doesn't. When I'm done with it, it will.
1: There's not There's not <laughs> enough toenails in the world to power, like, a force field. It's False. Have you seen some
2: of these people's toenails? I mean, come on.
1: Have you seen my toenails? I could probably give you a month <laughs> worth of fuel right, right on my head. <laughs> My claws.
0: It's true. I do remember Pokey all telling me that she
2: scratches her legs with his toenails at night. Ugh. She okay. It. I'm still going with robotics. <laughs> Even if it's I demons. don't like being hungry. Ah, uh, that's tr- that is why I'm slightly overweight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're all slightly overweight, and saying the word "slightly" is very kind to everyone at this table. Yes.
0: I'm gonna have to go with the pellet. I feel like I might regret the hunger part, but I—I I feel like going
1: You're definitely going to regret
0: the hunger part. I know. I have a feeling I'm going to regret it, but man,
1: okay, super fast
0: and super strong, I'm be like Superman.
1: Adding a caveat. Adding a caveat to it. You want to see if it changes your answer? Grim. For every day you use the suit, you lose a week of your life. Okay. And for Jazzy with your power pellets, you have two hours of power with four hours of hunger, but the last half hour of power comes with extreme diarrhea. You need to use all you, you need to use some of your strength to butt clench. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I mean I already do that. So Yeah, I'm
0: going to switch to pellet easy. in that <laughs> <point>.
1: <laughs> life over diarrhea. I'm going to go diarrhea. Uh, yeah, we all know I choose diarrhea. Well, I'm dying and I have diarrhea because of what I eat. Man, I'm going to am going
2: to Yeah, I'm going to snake one more from you. Okay. That's right. I'm not done yet. Xander's in the house and he says, "How about that Pokémon Go news, right?" Speaking of games, that didn't quite live up to the expectation, what would it take to get you guys back into Rock Band? Now that I have an Xbox One, I'm excited to finally play the new one and transfer my millions of songs to my new system. Also, did anyone play the new Guitar Hero last year? Like more than in the store demos. It w- <laughs> if so, was it any good? One last question. Do you guys remember last year when Jazzy said Rock Band was going to be the big holiday hit? That was funny. Xander, <laughs> I do remember that. I did. Jersey. I didn't say that, didn't I? Yeah. How'd that go? It was a hit. No, it was. It was a giant hit to corporations' wallets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> giant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So, what would it take to get you back into rock band? Simple. I
0: would need everybody to get together, and like couch co-op that shit. That's it. Like, if we're doing it online where we're just, like, in our own separate places and playing Rock Band, boring, dumb, I don't want to do it. However, if if Xander decides to invite us all over to his house and we have a little party, maybe there's some Doritos, some Mountain Dew, and some Rock
1: Band, I'm in, 100%. I'll be there. Ebo. Here's the rules. Yeah, you got to invite us over. Yeah, you got to have a comfortable costume for me to sit on. And everyone has to be butt
2: naked. Plus, you need drumsticks.
1: I'll bring them out.
2: There you go. Uh, For me, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I enjoyed this game back when I was playing soccer, and everybody would come over to the house before the game. We'd play Rock Band, we'd play Guitar Hero. That's what we would do. It's a fun couch co op game. I would play it in that setting, just like we have at Nerd Barbecue.
1: We had so much fun playing it this summer at Nerd Barbecue.
2: So, like, I mean, that's all it would take for me to play some Rock Band. I won't buy – I don't necessarily want to go out and buy Rock Band because I just – it just hasn't – you know, it came back and it just hasn't really done anything special or new to make it matter. You know, it died for a reason, and then this re-release was kind of like, hey, here's the same thing, uh, but just like it this time. That was it. So, um – Plus, in no way whatsoever can
0: anything that I do in this game be against or versus Xander. Yeah, that's a good call. Because good that would win. just ruin my life.
2: All right, next question. Unless
1: he's blindfolded and we get to lop three of his fingers on his playing hand.
2: There you go. No, there he would still beat me. Yeah, probably still win.
1: Oh, he still beat me too. But yeah. at least it, be even. It, yeah, it makes me then. Uh, think I have a chance? I go. live a life full of false hopes.
2: There you go. Uh, next part of this question is: Have you played the new Guitar Hero game from last year? My answer is yes. It's terrible. That, I, I have nothing to say good about this game. The new—they actually did try to improve their game or make it different than the previous generations, and it was the big, It was a bad. It was a bad choice. Big mistake. I don't like. The confusing guitar, I just not not a fan. So the the black buttons and the white buttons. Yeah, it was like three buttons. Three
0: buttons, and on, then it was on top top, of each top other. and bottom. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that was hot
2: garbage. Yeah, we it played
0: good. it at a uh, an event and DMES event. Yeah, it was yeah, it was, oh, was not
2: good, and uh, that's why you can pretty much get it on clearance anywhere you look. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Uh, last question. Do you remember? Oh, is, is this for me, or yeah, are you gonna the, snake another one? The last question of, of of Xander's question. Oh, okay. Do you guys remember last year when Jazzy said Rock Band was going to be a big hit holiday? That was funny. I know I already read it, but I just want to read it again because <laughs> <laughs> I just I really appreciate I really appreciate Xander's like input,
1: diligence, in and yeah. remembering what we did, holding yeah. us accountable.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, you can't fart in a room because like four years from now, Xander will be like, "Hey, remember four years ago on this date at this time when you farted in a room."
2: You just need to be more careful.
0: I Man, it's like I try to keep my ducks in a row around him. It's just hard because <laughs> he remembers everything. How
2: many ducks do you have? Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, you, can you can have your show back. You can have your show back. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Our last question comes from Button Masher Caleb. Yo, bros, we all have our favorite games, and it got me thinking. Are we even open to replacing our favorite games if a better one comes along? I think most people have a favorite game they played when they were younger, during a time that they had less money, less access to games, and more free time to play a singular game. As people get older and have more disposable income, more games to focus on, and less time to devote to gaming, our favorite games of our past are put on a pedestal never to be removed. Example, my love of Bioshock came after I graduated college after four years of no gaming. I didn't have much money so I bought a used Xbox 360 that came with Bioshock and played it exclusively with no other games to distract me. It came in my life at the perfect time and I became emotionally attached. I don't even think I will ever consider replacing it on my favorites list. What do you guys think? Would you replace Metroid, League of Legends, or Borderlands as your favorite game? Or is your attachment too strong? Game on, friend of the show, BMC. P.S. Most hype for Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us Part Two.
2: Get this Last of Us Part Two shit out of here. <laughs> I'm not going to see the game until fucking 2040. 2042.
1: <clears throat> out on the Xbox Scorpio.
2: Uh, I mean, first of all, are you allowed to replace your favorite game with a new one?
1: No, he's asking if we will allow ourselves to.
2: Yes, I think so. I don't think Metroid was my favorite game, like, I think it became my favorite game. And in the sense that it's hard for me to say, example, I I sat here a week ago and said, Horizon Zero Dawn, I want to put it on a pedestal. I want to put it in my top five, right? It's going to be hard for a singular game to gain that type of accreditation to me when Metroid spans across my whole life, you know, like from the NES to the Super NES, which is probably my favorite point. It, it, argument, uh, probably because I love Metroid Fusion. GBA, Metroid was like, I loved it. I had I had Zero Mission and Fusion. But Prime came out, and it just, again, it just kept building. Everything kept building. Federation forces did not help that situation. But I even loved uh, Metroid on the Wii, which was... Uh, Other M other M. Yeah, I like that game. So like which got ported to Wii U for $20. If you never played it, you can
1: download it on the Wii U eShop.
2: Yeah, made by uh, Ninja Gaiden uh crew. So a lot of real fast action, a lot of fun. Really made Samus feel fluid and sharp. So um that's why Metroid means so much to me. Uh Fantasy Star multiple games. It might have been reproductions of the same game over and over again, but it was on multiple systems It's spanning a big period of time. Gears of War, four games. I don't count Judgment. Four games, big piece of my life. Those are the games that mean something to me. Even God of War, you know, like things like that. I can't say that I will easily replace a game, but, but yes, it can happen.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, in particular, like, replacing your favorite game versus adding on to those games that become memorable games. So yes, League of Legends for me, but I have games in my past where it was a specific time, a specific place, the people I played it with that made that game memorable. So Killzone originally, I got with a group of my friends and we played till till we were the third best clan in, in the whole uh, server. Like, you, i don't know if you could replace that that time and place when you when you had this group of friends
2: that you were playing with online um well that's a like you're not going to replace a memory
0: right exactly but
2: your favorite game right now i mean your fa- like your favorite game of all time you've said is Leak. yep can you replace Leak? <sighs> if like it, it, what would it take would it take riot coming out with their next moba
0: i mean i mean maybe is the possibility there yes i think For me, it's going to be a lot more difficult because League continues to grow. Like, it it doesn't stop growing. They always make it better, add new champions. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. So is there a possibility that a game comes out that has that level that League has that I could fall in love with more? Probably. As of right now, I don't see it happening. I'm super pumped for Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm going to love the shit out of that game and... Play, I'm like I said I'm going to plat that's my next game I'm going to platinum. I'm going to platinum that game and I'm going to play the hell out of it. But at the end of the day there comes a point where I'm done with the game. I've platinumed it. I've done everything I could do in it and then I'm going to go back to league. Like it right, just doesn't it, die it still
2: for me. can sit on your shelf as the holy grail. Like I don't play Metroid every day of my life, but Metroid is is by far my favorite game you know the character means the most to me and that's i think that i think that's the problem with league to me yeah you have characters and you have some weird little lore here and there but it doesn't match any of the characters in final fantasy 7 it doesn't match kratos from from god of war mm-hmm. and so for me when you have that strong character like aloy hopefully like that is that that's that winning factor that i think you could take that and and it can go up on your shelf in your top five maybe maybe dethrone a game league will always be that consistent and and overall like you said it's always going to grow and what could replace it who knows but at one point in your life you probably said i don't know what could replace world of warcraft yeah true. and then a game called league of legends came along that is nothing like world of warcraft and it did yeah. So I mean it's yeah, it's I am not saying it's easy by any means, yeah. but it's it's definitely possible. And I think for me too
0: with League, it's it goes a little beyond just the fact of gameplay like that it's honestly the only game that I've put more money into outside of the actual game. Like I put a lot of money into the game to get skins and and cool stuff that I can utilize in game, but I also <laughs> Bought a chair from my favorite League team. Bought a mouse pad from them. I have all of the pops except for one. I have almost all of the Riot figurines, I, you know? So it's just a ton of, like, just the little knickknacks and stuff to show, like, just how much I like that game.
2: League is hard to compare to because it is its own world. You know, mm. it, it, it sparked, eSports is growing because of because of things like League, you know, and, and so now you have pro sports teams that have memorabilia, you have characters that have, that they create stuff for, you have art books, you have, so it, it's tough to sit there and say, well, yeah, no singular game like Metroid or Horizon Zero Dawn or Donkey Kong Country can live that, that life because it doesn't have, you know, all of that attention coming to it from so many different directions mm-hmm. you know nintendo does a good job at trying to get all sorts of funky product out there but still league it's it's tough i mean like you yeah. said I, I i have i have team jerseys from you know these organizations that play inside the league of legends you know pro league i have figures from riot i have books from you know it, yeah you're right it's crazy but at the same time yeah, it's a little different game. It's it's kind of kind of zone level. If you were to put like
0: like what kill zone is to me or even uh going back to Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal 2. I mean, those games will always be my favorites and do I think that there's a possibility that somebody could dethrone those and take them off my shelf, shelf or top top of my bookcase or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, I think the possibilities are endless, especially seeing VR and and the HDR content on PS4 Pro. Just the sheer capabilities that games have nowadays, they have the ability to do it.
2: Ebon, what about you?
1: I guess the 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 thought that comes into my head is.
2: I know Jaws Unleashed is really close to your heart,
1: near and dear. And yeah,
2: the only thing that beats it is Fight Club.
1: Fight Club. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon Xbox Edition,
2: <laughs> Anyways, uh, the
1: PC. On the real answer. Uh, the real answer is we can each think of games that we consider among our favorites, but we could also probably break it down into categories. You could say, oh, this is my favorite game because I just love the gameplay. This is my other favorite game because the characters connect with me and they mean so much to me. This is my other favorite game because of the 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 way I could imagine and an, an adventure and the way it, it sparked my imagination as a child. This is my favorite game because of the memories I have playing it with my friends. It's so for certainly for me, it's hard to say this one game is my favorite video game ever. Because if we want to talk about experience, yeah, that's where Borderlands come in. If we want to talk about uh, connection with with characters. You know, I I remember as a child just being caught up in Legend of Zelda. I love the original Legend of Zelda so much. I just thought Link, this hero, going over this huge map was so amazing. I remember playing Wolfenstein and loving Wolfenstein 3D so much. I drew my own maps on paper towels and in my second grade class and i cut out uh i don't know how i didn't get suspended but i cut out like little like nazi guys and like i probably didn't actually draw the swastikas <laughs> on them uh, because i'm that bad at art i probably can't, couldn't draw a swastika but you know like i remember being that immersed into that game as a child um i love playing rock band because there was a time in my life where every day after work i was at grim's house playing rock band in a room that is now our studio that we're recording our podcast and i remember those memories and you know like th- i look at that super fondly and, you know going back to xander's you know question could you ever get back into it and my thought you know because I, I don't think i really chimed in on that much other than joking about wanting to play naked if i could regain some of those memories yes i would get back into that so there's always room for me to add more favorites do I think that there's that uh, a playing the newest wrestling game is going to overthrow WrestleMania two thousand for the N sixty four? It's probably a better game on almost every level, but it 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 can't in my head for that reason. I'm not gonna be able to replace because of the memories I had with it, but the experience, yeah.
2: I always like looking at games like you said, where it's like category based and having your favorites based you know in those different genres. I prefer looking at it that way, mainly because I get to have more than, like, when someone goes, what's your favorite video game of all time? That, it's, like, though I easily say Metroid, it's tough to answer that question. It is very difficult to sit there and say League of Legends when you then go, then you go and hop and say Killzone, and then you go and hop and say, you know, those things, those different games, because, you know, you didn't even bring up Borderlands, yeah. You know, which is a huge game. And bring up Pokemon. Yeah, and Pokemon, I mean, right. So, like, it's hard to sit there and say, my favorite game of all time. You know, and even in BMC's, like, measure where Bioshock is held so high, there are games that I believe he held, he holds to the same level as Bioshock. You know, so the name Bioshock might get that one extra point. But there's a handful of games that are at 99 and Bioshock sitting at 100. You know, it, it, It's just because of that memory, like you said. So, it's yeah, it's an interesting debate, but I, I think because of memories, it's so hard to sit there and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to completely never think about how Metroid is my one of my favorite things ever because of this game. I think they just share the space, right? It just gets bigger.
1: Side question that I want to ask you guys. So we're talking about memories and how memories connect to something being our favorite. You know, have you guys, in recent memory, are there games that you've gone back and played and like, this is terrible, but you remember love, love, loving it as a kid. And for years, you've held it up really high and or are there games that, you know, you've gone back to play and then it's love all over again?
2: I mean, I've had them both. GameCube is a big one where I go back and I play things. I'm like, man, this stuff just still, to this day, I would love an H, like, we got a ton of HD remasters on the Wii U. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to see some other remasters like an Eternal Darkness, a Metroid Prime, different things like that that would have got a remaster on the Wii U. And hopefully we'll get that, you know, on the Switch. But overall, have I played games that I, in my head I was like, that was so amazing, and, and, and the like, even, like, the graphics were unbelievable and things like that. Star Tropics on the yes. NES. That game, in my mind, was so, like, crazy awesome, and I went back and played it, probably for, like, a Legend of Retro, early Legend of Retro, and <laughs> it was so bad. I'm just like, how you're did jumping, I?
1: You're jumping <laughs> on these tiles. Yeah,
2: I'm like, how did I even play this game? You know, um so yeah, there's definitely those out there that you know, you give me a copy of break and I'll tell you it's still a big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> even
0: even the category of my like one of my favorite games. I could sit here, and I, I love Destiny because I get to play with the MCG crew. We've met tons of people that have listened to the podcasts and, and found us on Destiny and Overwatch, and now we're playing games with them. So it's just a cool, unique experience, which is creating another memory. But I threw Killzone 1 back in the other day, and although the memory's still there, like, oh, I love this game. It was so great. Mechanically, it's a, it's a buggy pile of garbage. Like you oh, can't yeah. you can't I I can go play Destiny and then I'm like all right I got Destiny down so then I'm like okay let me throw killzone in I should be able to smoke this game and I, I could barely play it cuz it's build, just completely to, different
2: to build off his point shooters so what we're used to now going back to the N64 I cannot and I'm sure I could get used to it and start to be, do better I cannot play GoldenEye I oh. tried to play GoldenEye, and and because I've I've adapted so much to having the dual joysticks and just the way that this day and age first person shooters work, when you go back and play Perfect Dark or GoldenEye, it it's horrible. <laughs> now the
1: difference is is I'm terrible at Destiny. So just last Christmas, when well, my brother law brother in law was in town. We had some downtime, and uh, he saw the N sixty four, and he's like. Want to play some golden? I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" It took me about a round, but I was right back into it, like I never left. And I, you know, I could get back into it, but it might be because I'm not good at. I've never been good at the twin stick shoot.
2: It's possible.
0: All right, man. Great question, which sparked more questions.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love just staring at him, hoping that he's going to get riled up.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't like silence. Right, on the that, show. that was the emails for this week.
0: Jazzy, shut oh,
2: up. <sighs> Either give me some snake music. Oh,
1: man. Snake oh. in my track for me.
2: <laughs> I've been trained well by the snake man. I am the Padawan. No. Not the Padawan, because that's good. What's the evil? Uh, Sith- apprentice. Apprentice. Sith Apprentice. Oh,
1: we're talking about snaking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I stole everything out of your desk while you weren't at
2: yes, so. Good job. <laughs> I'll <don't> have to <laughs> learn from that. Okay. Brayden's chiming in. He says, To my handsomely Detroit Beard Collective groomed bearded friends, if you could choose one video, game's, one video game hero's primary weapon to fend off a pending Canadian invasion... Don't call me a conspiracy theorist. Those fuckers are going to invade our mainland. What would it be and why? I would most obviously choose the spread cannon from Contra. Being able to take out Canadians from five different directions would be music to my warped soul. Disclaimer, I actually love the Canadian people. I know lots of Canadians and the ones that aren't killers and rapists are decent people. <laughs> just wonderful- Just wonderful people, the Canadians. I love them. <laughs> Don't let uncooked- <laughs> I can't even do it. Don't let uncooked chicken sit out for more than 20 minutes unless you want diarrhea, Brayden. <laughs> Good tip. Good tip. Um... Side note,
1: I ate some steak that I cooked. I cooked and chopped up some steak uh, a couple years back, and I left it sitting out all night, and I woke up and saw it on my on my stove. I was like, oh, i got to put this in the fridge. So I asked uh, my boss at work, I was like, hey, uh, you know, I left this steak out all night, but I really wanted to eat it for lunch. You think it's good to eat? And she's like, yeah, it probably is. So I go, well, you think I like get food poisoning and I'm throwing up? And she's like, "Nah, probably just diarrhea. I was like, oh, if it's just diarrhea, I'm totally going <laughs> to eat it. I go home. <laughs> I go home and eat it, and then I'm I'm back to to work, and I'm uh, I'm going, and I hear her come down to my part of the building, and she's she's looking at me. And she goes, Ethan, and she goes, oh, and she walks away, because she saw the bathroom door was closed, and I texted her from the bathroom and said, you were right, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, ew, I didn't need to know that,
2: too much information. Uh, owner of the business, <laughs> yeah. All right, so if you could pick a video game hero's primary weapon to fend off the pending Canadian invasion, Jazzy, who would you pick? What would you pick?
0: Man, I would pick it has to be a hero. Uh,
2: I mean, a a video game character's primary weapon.
0: I want Sweet
1: Tooth's ice cream
2: truck to just (laughs) run everybody over (laughs) playing ice cream music.
1: Good pick. I like it. I like it. I would go with a Command and Conquer wall. That you build around your base. Oh. Oh, let's do the border boom,
2: wall them, trump them. It's not even a trump. video game character. I said. Oh, oh, oh Well, you will have to come back to me because I just
1: the solution. He you went so Build the command and conquer. Build a wall. I know we're wall. going all
2: Trump here, but Jesus. <laughs> Uh, come, right. come back to me. I'll come up with one. Here comes the Samus suit. You ready? No, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm please trying. Please don't. I think of something original today. To, <laughs> that is original. It's original. She's <laughs> the first video game female character. It's original. I say it every week. I mean, it may not be original <laughs> as of what I say, but it's still original. <sighs> Fine. Mega Man suit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. I would pick... um. After this is a slight spoiler alert for Jazzy I'm not going to say anything about it but after getting my ring on my finger in Final Fantasy XV for Noctis I would take the ring of kings that I'm currently using that's the weapon I would choose it is fucking awesome
0: I have the ring I just haven't put it on yet I know you
2: have the ring I have it on and I have abilities now Oh, my God.
0: Okay, let's end the show so I can go play Final Fantasy yeah. 15.
2: So that ring, I would pick that ring and just, it, it would make Thanos look like a bitch is all I'm saying. Okay, cool. Contra wall, got it. Okay.
1: Contra wall. There's no such thing as a wall. <laughs> Sorry, Command and Conquer. I would put, pick Boogerman's plunger, plunger gun <laughs> and send them right back to their crappy country.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boom. Damn. What if we had people that listened to us in Canada? You better be nice. I'm sorry, eh? I'm real sorry what
1: I That's said. Better. I'm real sorry about what I said, eh? That's better. I do love Canada. I'm, I'm joking. I love hockey. I love Tim Hortons. I, I think mooses are cool. I like Toronto. I would use the power of yo no, yo Give them no. all free pizza. Throw some yo-yos. Now, shout out to our Canadian friends. I'm just joking. I love Canada. Here in Michigan, we're practically Canadian.
2: All right, now you can tell people where they close out your email section. I'm done stealing your shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Send your what questions. I'm just taking this over. <laughs> I'm making up my own email right now. This is an email the from Cheese
2: Snake. This is the snake I learn from every
1: day. This is an email from Ethan's brain.
0: <laughs> this is gonna be jumbled. Brick bitch is
2: gonna kill me, just so you know. I wanna give you all the heads up. She's been she's been Oh, she's <laughs> hungry. She's, she's the- upstairs and she's hungry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, let me... She just messaged me, she's like, whoever drives a Dodge Avenger, a.k.a. I know it's you, Jazzy, parked in a shitty way where I can't even get my car out and I'm hungry, you better end the podcast soon so you can take me to get some goddamn food. All right, here's my snake question.
1: If you could digitize one piece of clothing you have to put onto your Final Fantasy character, what would it be? Oh, my
2: God. I have a... Jazzy will love this. I have a Legend of Zelda tunic that I wore in Seattle that Jazzy was like, man, I wish I could have that. I love Legend of Zelda. But I would digitalize that because I'd love to see Noctis running around in a Zelda outfit. I think it would uh, fit him because he's kind of elfish looking. Mine would be the Legend of Zelda hat. Because since I can't oh, wear it anymore, God.
0: if I digitize it, at least Cut the character whole I'm part playing out. could Cut wear this it. Cut this
2: whole part out of the show. <laughs> In fact, delete the whole show. It just got ruined. Do not bring that hat up, Jazzy. You've done such a good job. I have, I have been so proud of you, and you just shit all over this. I love that hat. Yeah. Wear the hat again. Just fucking just wear, wear it. I don't even know where it's at. Just I gotta it. find it. He <laughs> fucking threw it away.
1: I might have. Mine... If I played Final Fantasy XV, I would digitize a very cool JP Creative Arts Detroit landscape shirt (laughs) uh, that I may or may not have found here in the studio that may or may not be featured in future Motor City gaming content.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Shout out end of line apparel.
1: Shout out my wife actually thinking I bought it on the gas station on the way God, home. That was
2: great. I'm glad I'm glad you you stuck with that story. All right. Well, thank you for hanging out with us on episode 135 of the GameZilla Podcast. You can listen to the podcast every Tuesday. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and of course motorcitygaming.com. It's
0: a website. If you are a fan of retro, fear no longer, as your wait is just a tiny bit more, because they're not going to be releasing their holiday episode delayed. this week. They're going to be releasing their holiday episode next week. Delayed! Delayed.
2: You're the to delay, so they have delayed The Legend of Retro for one week. They did say they're delaying so that they can be closer to the holiday, because it is very special-themed episode, so... Listen to it and enjoy. I have no secrets to give you because I honestly don't know what they're doing with this episode. But, Legend of Retro. (laughs) We just wanted to let Jazzy listen to this tune for a little bit. I hate this music so much. Anyways, thanks for hanging out with us. Remember, we are the Elite DLC for all your gaming fun on the internet. Until next time, game, game on. on. You doot, really doot, have to play
1: poo, this. Poo,
0: poo, poo. Oh my gosh. Poop
1: poop poop. Poo, poo, poo. Song
0: gives me diarrhea.
2: Jesse poos. And then he eats the poo, he poos. <laughs> <laughs> because Jesse <laughs> likes the poo. Jesse likes the poo. Jesse likes the poo.
0: I hate all of you. <laughs>